Welcome to a brand new episode, number 157 of the Tile Lake Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. We got a lot of news today, guys. Um, don't be surprised if this episode gets split up into two parts um, because it's it's been a wild time. But uh, anyway, so let's let's get into it, man. So Marvel news, Marvel TV movie news. Um, we got that Morbius trailer. I know it's a little bit older now, but uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Um, I think we both agreed it's pretty generic, in my opinion. There's some people out there who thought it was good, but the only things that really stood out to me were the random uh, Tobey Maguire era Spider-Man costume um, that a Sony executive decided to just Google uh, instead of looking up Tom Holland's Spider-Man and then the Vulture being in it. What did you think? Um, I saw this movie. It's called Hallowed Man. Um, it was from the 90s. So, yeah, I um, I don't care. Um, I'm not going to say much else besides that because I was wrong about Venom, in my opinion, um, even though people still hate that movie. And I had low expectations. So, whatever. I guess anything can be good with low expectations. That Tom, um, sorry, the, the Spider-Man costume thing, I think that was on purpose. They're just they're doing that stuff to kind of stir up the stir up the social medias out there. Which is attention to this project that's going to be to me insignificant and unnecessary. Yeah, I mean we've kind of talked about it. Um, you know how does this Spider Verse work without Spider Man? Um, you know, but again that Vulture thing was cool because then it does have a connection to the MCU in that way, which is great. And you would imagine that the next movie uh, would be Sinister Six. So maybe at the end of Venom 2, there's a something. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of ties that stuff together. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I mean, you haven't even introduced Norman Osborn yet. So let's, let's talk about real Spider-Man villains. And then get going with that already, because you're just building a universe of nothing. Just give me more animated Spider Verse movie. That's all. That's all Sony is 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 achieving right now. So please, yeah. So we'll see. Um, Marvel's Marvel TV Studios <laughs> is the new name for their TV branch. Um, you know, we're going to talk about. They've gone through a big. Uh, rebranding of a lot of things um, since the acquisition of Fox um, and Kevin Feige taking over, at least for the Marvel end of things, and making it all uh, united under him. So this new name, you know, presumably means some new changes. And, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on that? It's so creative. I can't even, like, take it, man. It's so, like, <laughs> so fucking generic. Um, whatever. You wanna you wanna like fire everybody from Marvel Television and then start your own thing. It's all connected. All right, prove it. Well, that goes right into you know what we you know there's a possibility that ABC is going to be getting some Marvel content, um, which we kind of thought it was going to be done with Jeff Loeb getting fired and Agents is done this year, right? Agents of Shield. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. What does that look like? You know, I could see a courtroom drama with that She-Hulk being on ABC. For that's exactly people. where it's going. That's, you know? I'm, I'm going to, I'd bet you money right now that that's the kind of show that's going to go on ABC. Yeah. That's and an I easy could one. see it. 
Yeah, that's an easy translation. As so, a general, as a general audience, like strong woman character, court show that everybody likes, and it's a comic book thing. So it's an easy like, hey, what can we give the general audience out there something to enjoy? And it's Hulk based, so you know Mark Ruffalo shows up in an episode. People are like, you know, wetting themselves and shit. So exactly, this isn't the '80s and '90s where movie stars would never think about being on TV. Now almost every movie star, you know, does go in TV. So well, TV is pretty successful now. Exactly. Than uh, movies sometimes. So. Yep. So um, yeah, we could see it happening. Um, but speaking of that that long branch of the Marvel TV studios. Also, we have Hulu um, in there. And with that, we got our first casting news for the MODOK uh, animated series. Um, we've got Patton Oswalt as MODOK. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, ben Schwartz as his son. Amy Garcia as his wife. And then numerous others. So it's about him as a family man and uh failing to to run aim it's kind of weird like i did not expect that concept it's pretty cool do we know who's writing this now that i think about it we don't it's like don't. something like chip sadarsky would do or something you know um yeah it's it's wild um this is kind of stuff that i like to see them doing now um just getting away from the norm of the marvel studios cookie cutter stuff that they've been doing and this is you know this whole shared universe of the animated shows are going to be uh, a lot of fun i think and just you know just getting risque and stuff exactly okay so this guy jordan blum is the um is the showrunner worked on community which where the russos came from american dad obviously you got the the seth mcfarland thing so Dude knows how to work with some comedy stuff, so um, that's cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, this is cool, man. I um, you know, I always was like, will Modoc show up in the movies? You know, those that the whole thing was never really built for him. Um, it was never really built to that weirdness. Uh, you know, so I mean, the farthest they went with Armin Zola was he was a com- big computer, you know, in a, in a bunker, you know, and not some crane walking around mofo, you know, so. Yeah, I would love to see these odd characters um, get some uh, get some spotlight. So, would you? Because yeah, Howard the Duck too. Howard the Duck, that's right. You damn straight. Um, in sad news, possibly we got Hawkeye is delayed. Um, not an all in out cancel yet, but I have the feeling this is all due to Jeremy Renner and his his uh, fuckery, right? Antics, yeah. Yeah. So, um, to be honest with you. If they don't do Hawkeye in the traditional sense with Clint Barton, I'm fine just introducing Kate Bishop and just going right off the rails from there. Like, I still want my Hawkeye series, but it does not have to be Clint. No comment. I know. I'm. Believe me, the Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye so, is one of the greatest things I've ever read. Right. So let me let me put it this way. They, they seem to really be bringing in these, like, they're going to be pushing Young Avengers. There's, like... There's a there's a rumor that Hulkling will be in WandaVision. There's there's been rumors of other, you know, young heroes showing up. So I know this, you know, I, from the signs and the uh, the evidence, I know that this is kind of what they're heading towards. As much as I would love to see a mentor thing with Jeremy Renner and Hawkeye, I mean, you're right. It has to move forward. Um, That's all. 
that's all it. I'm saying. Worst case scenario, that's all. Write him um, out. You're write him out, and then he gets written out of the movies. He's on a mission, and he dies. So you don't want him in there anymore? Make a decision. Don't ruin our Hawkeye series. That's really... Uh, and then in Winter Soldier and the Falcon, um, we got a behind-the-scenes look at the Madrupur flag, uh, which is a big X-Men location. Um, it's actually featured pretty heavily in the new Hickman everything hickman verse of the x-men uh so that was pretty cool at least you know and we've talked about it like throwing those subtle hints throw those things out there you know what i mean um and then the other thing is is that we got our first look at u.s agent and i don't know if you saw the same picture i did but i saw like holding the shield like the whole thing yeah Yeah, we all saw that it was all over social media yeah so rupert wyatt who I just watched in that uh, Overlord movie the other night. Finally watched it, which is oh, you didn't watch it up until now. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good movie. He's awesome. Um, so yeah, it was, it was it's cool to see that, and uh, you know that one that series is one I'm most excited about anyway, uh, out of all of them. I, you know, so yeah, it's cool. Uh, let's jump over. Let's jump over across the pond and, and talk about DC TV movie news. Um, Birds of Prey released their final trailer, and personally, I am now 100% on board. I, I was very skeptical at first, very much like I don't give a shit, other than I love Margot Robbie. But, you know, that final trailer seemed a little bit more um, accurate to the characters, though Zaz still looks like an idiot. But, other than that, I, I'm, I'm all pumped up about it. Yeah, exactly. It hit all the points that it needed to hit. You know, as he's putting that mask on, yep. does she have that canary cry? Yep. Now all we need to do is Zaz needs to be cutting his whole body off every time he kills somebody. Because these these iterations of that character have been shit. Yeah. You know, I like I like Gotham's rendition, but I don't like that one at the same time. Like He's badass and he's funny, but he's not... What yeah. you, not from the comics. He's no, like, I. You know what the crazy thing is is like I have when I was growing up, I got you know the very first issue where you know Zaz's first appearance. What you know, comics you shouldn't be reading when you're a kid, and that's you know those are the kind of things is like you grow up, you know, you know these characters well, and then they kind of like change them and they take away where it could be like a huge like Batman like serial killer thing. Um, he's on the hunt for that kind of thing, and he's hunting down whatever evidence and stuff like that but now it looks like they want to take the gotham route in a way so whatever this movie looks like a lot of fun uh it's you know written directed uh by women and you know it's it's i think it's gonna be one of their stronger entries to be honest with you i do too though you fooled us many times in making a kick-ass trailer and making a piss poor movie so i hope that's not what happens but I'm going to remain cautiously optimistic. Ever since that Aquaman trailer, when they decided to tell the truth about their movie, that's that's been their goals. You know, they haven't been downhill, you know, anything from there. So I just feel like they're being honest after, after that uh, Suicide Squad trailer, and that's all we need. I guess. I mean, they've only proven it twice, man. I need at least one more. You guys, I don't know what you guys need proof of. It's just movies, so... I need proof that they're going to be good yeah, and not just... There's got to be proof that it's better than Batman versus Superman when you have your two biggest characters and it's a piece of shit movie, so... Okay, so there you go. I, I need proof that it's going to stay consistently good. That's all. Um, 
Flash, uh, looks like they're going to take the director's, you know, they want to go and do Flashpoint. Um, I guess Jeffrey Dean Morgan has teased that he might be starring as Thomas Wayne. Uh, we just had Ezra Miller, spoiler alert, show up on Crisis of Infinite Earths on television. Um, I don't know what DC's cooking up over there, but, you know, I also read today, Sabrina, the day we're recording, the Sabrina just came out, and she just did a reference to Riverdale. So, like, I think DC's kind of getting this it's all connected thing right now better than Marvel is. How is Riverdale DC? I think it's Archie Comics, right? I think it's I guess it's Berlanti writes it. Berlanti. It's an easy thing, right? No, no, no. It's just Berlanti. Yeah, yeah. No, you want to build? You want to build a universe? Let Greg Berlanti do it for you. That's that's <laughs> it. Um, uh, your spoiler warning is is unneeded since uh, Grant Gustin decided to post that immediately the day the the crossover aired. So um, there's no. <laughs> There's no respect in the geek world on social media anymore. Um, yeah, Jeffrey D. Morgan, man. If this happens, and they do some kind of Flashpoint thing, whatever, they adapt it, I think that'd be pretty amazing. Um, and just make a really big, epic movie, bring in Jason Momoa, bring in Gal Gadot, have them be fighting each other with the two armies, all that kind of stuff. Like, do it up. And... Man, I I want to hear more. That's that's all I want to. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, the cool thing is that, that is you can still respect what Ben Affleck did, or even mm-hmm. any of them, what fucking Michael Keaton did, and all those guys, and they can really just kind of you know go off on their own and then introduce Pattinson into that new world, whatever ends up at the end of Flashpoint. Um, and have him be as the new Batman, but like still be in that verse if they want to. Depends on what they're going to decide to do with it. Same thing with like, I mean, it still shocks me to this day, especially after watching Witcher. It's like, why, why are you not respecting Henry Cavill? He is the most recognizable superhero in existence. And I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, but I will, I know that Superman is the most recognizable superhero ever. Like, how? Just bring him into the fold, please. It's the big mind-boggling. The biggest misstep was the Shazam thing too. It's like he's uh, he's still he's still signed on. You just bring some guy in for his torso, headless torso. It just uh, like the guy is like he campaigns to be in the Witcher. He's obviously like into this shit, and it's like you guys just want to play these games like like a Man of Steel sequel. People have been begging for that for almost ten years. You know, it's like. It's ridiculous, especially it when the guy's ready to go whenever you whenever you want. It you should know? be like that kid, like uh, Tom Highland. Pump him out every two years. Like yeah. there is zero. It's, you don't have a hundred years worth of stories. <laughs> it's not even that. It's it's the fact that people are like, oh well, it's really hard to make a Superman. No, it's not. Superman's an immigrant. Superman's an alien. Superman is you know is he's, he's alternately powerful yet. He has to deal with all these like real world things. It's there's a lot of stories to it. If you can write a CW series about it, where's your one movie with Brainiac or, or crazy? You know, that's all you need to do. Like Man of Steel is great. You know, I, I like that movie. And it's just you showed him great CGI, punching, all that stuff. 
I, I, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Or like go to go to space. You know what I mean? He hears that like that last city of Krypton's alive or like do the do the Thor Ragnarok thing. You know, put him in space. He doesn't have his powers. He's not a fucking idiot. Like the dude can read a million books in two seconds. You know, like, dude, I don't know. It's dumb. Let's write this movie. That's why. That's why. I, like the whole the, the whole Krypton show thing. I was like, oh, this yeah. is gonna be not good. And it's like, oh no, it's good. Nobody has powers. It's just, I was like, I am more into this than uh, than what you've given me mostly for Superman stories in the last thirty years. So, whatever. Anyway, so um, let's jump over to uh, streaming, I guess here. Uh, Lex Luthor, uh, Barbara Gordon slash Oracle, and Ray, Roy Harper are all rooming for Titan Season 3. Um, I think we both kind of fell into the same uh, area with the ending of Titans. It, Even though the show started off good, it got real wonky. And Season 2, same thing, got really wonky. And I didn't hate the ending like you do, but like... I don't think introducing more characters into this show is actually the good idea. In fact, just put your characters together, have them fight one villain, and call it and call it a fucking series because you haven't even done that one time. Yeah, um, it shouldn't take three seasons for the Titans to be the team. They the have show, not been the Titans. The show is 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 garbage with with really good high points. Um, it's just, I'm sorry, but it, it 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 didn't even start good. It started with what should have been last year's season finale, which even made this more disconnected. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the Deathstroke stuff, which I liked. You know, and I liked the Nightwing stuff to a certain extent. I think some of it's kind of wonky, but you're right. It's like you got too big. It's like the same thing when people are like, oh, you got a villain problem in your movies because you got three villains or whatever. And you're trying to, like, cover all this different stuff. Connor, Connor shouldn't have been in last season. That could have been a season on its own. Connor shouldn't have been in the, like, whatever. You know what? I actually don't want to go into it too much because it could be its no, own episode. because then you'll agree with me even more. So Yeah. All right. So anyway, they're expected to possibly show up further the storyline that this is just Young Justice, uh, the TV series, and um, it's not Titans at all. All right. <laughs> nice Titans because they're adults. That's why. <laughs> sure. Um, hey, um, but Young Justice got those guys as adults and that yeah but then there's kids coming in and they're mentoring them like the justice league mentored them so it's all generational yeah anyway uh we've got i don't even know what this is you tell me this one uh there's going to be a one hour special prior to the arrow finale which airs next uh tuesday um so they're going to be just you know covering the last eight years of arrow um and then the finale will be on which is the backdoor pilot to Green Arrow and the Canaries. Um, rumor rumor mill today is, which should have happened on Crisis, to be honest, but they're saying now that Diggle may become a Green Lantern during that, but that's all grain of salt shit. So mm. that, if anything, that should have happened during the crossover, and that was a big misstep on their part, I believe. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to show the Green Lanterns, which I was very excited to see, you could have just shown like him fly by the camera and wink or whatever. Um, right. right. I mean, it's, it, it's pretty simple. Yeah. This, I mean, you set it all up with Ernie Hudson. You set, you, you set all that stuff up. You, you, you have, um, uh, 
who was it? Jay, Jay Garrick saying it. And it's just like, it's like, Oh, you forgot your ring. Or yeah. Whatever. Where's your ring, John? It's yeah. like, hello, these Easter eggs have been planted for a reason. You kind of do it on your, uh, on your biggest crossover ever. I don't know, but at least they did show the good parts of the green lantern movie. Sure. This, uh, hitting the bullseye. Is that a Kevin Smith thing? I don't think so. Okay. Kevin Smith thing just, is like those after show talk yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I was just. Curious. I watched it for like ten minutes. And I turned it off. Yeah, it's like The Walking Dead or <laughs> watch talking, the Talking, talking Dead. Dead. Um, okay, and then finally HBO Max or DC Plus Plus. Um, this got the Aquaman <laughs> animated sequel uh, is coming. James Wan's going to produce this. Um, you know, it's like a little mini series, uh, three part animated series called Aquaman King of Atlantis. Um, curious if this is going to have anything along the lines of just the movie or the animated. What's the animated movie? Oh, Thr- Throne of Atlantis. No, that's this is all James Wan. That's their new 52 animated stuff. This yeah, is yeah. like, okay. this is they're all connected line uh thing here no it's it's a sequel to the movie so well, we have to wait a couple of years for these uh the actual sequel to the movie we'll get this which is that's cool pretty awesome to be yeah. honest with you um i i would love to see this and i think it's a good idea i think that going across different you know levels of multimedia and, and just tying it all together is what they should be doing it's it's it they've done well in animation since the beginning yeah. and they should continue Shadows of the Empire all over again. <laughs> Don't even mention that. Go on to this other one, because I want to know who you think they are. Oh, we know who they are. Uh, Green Lantern will span, the HBO Max Green Lantern series will span several decades and focus on the origin story of two major Green Lanterns from Earth who go on to meet Sinestro in outer space. So um, so the original idea for the movie that was supposed to be part of the, the, the world of DC um, was... Hal Jordan and um, you know uh, John Stewart. So I I'm about 99% positive that they'll do this um, because they were the first two Green Lanterns. They'll do it that way. They want to bring in Guy Gardner. They want to bring in Kyle Rayner. Yeah, they can do that eventually. That'll happen. Uh, but yeah, this is all origin stuff that we'll be seeing. Eh, basic origin, like kind of. You know, we'll get some flashbacks, but it'll be an established Green Lantern world, you know, universe out there. I'm going to, I think it's going to be Jessica Cruz and um, one of the other ones. Nobody cares, bro. I, hey, I understand what you're saying. It's going to be Hal Jordan and it's going to be Jon Stewart. I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just, that's just my. And the other ones will come in. That's, that's. It's an opinion. That's all. If, if they do it because they want to have a have a woman character, that's fine. But they're gonna also go for a black character too. So I didn't say it wasn't black, gonna be John Green, John uh, Stewart. I just, John Stewart should be should be the guy who they do the show about. Right. Hell Jordan should be like a legend, right. and that should be it. Like Hell yeah. Jordan is boring as fuck, and they don't need to write any more stories about him. I, I agree. So I I actually kind of think it's gonna be like John Stewart. And then he's got his like buddy cop, younger, you know, student sort of thing, and they play that element off it. That's my. I can see, I can see that. I can see that. Maybe if they don't do Guy Gardner being an asshole, which would be yeah. awesome. I can see Guy being up there in space yeah. and doing stuff. I could see them pulling a Kyle Rayner in Omega Men. 
and they're off doing their thing and they're like oh weren't you a green lantern and blah 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 blah, blah which would be yeah, it's so complicated man i know but it'd be so cool um all right so let's jump over uh we'll talk some comic books um i'll have you lead this because i don't know everything that you wrote down yeah, it's fine. Um, Steiner Capullo are coming back. Uh, we knew that last night <laughs> Earth was not the end of their Batman run, but it uh, perhaps <laughs> Death Metal will be. Death Metal sounds amazing. Um, I love what they did in Metal. It's, it has major repercussions and has inspired many awesome stories that are still going on right now in the DC Universe. Um, so, yeah, Death Metal, the next saga in the... Uh, yeah, they're uh, amazing dark. What is it? Dark, not dark universe. <laughs> the dark multiverse. I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. Um, I don't. I you know what? It's it's like they're not done. I think they just. I think they kind of said that as like a jokey thing, but like, um, the cool thing is that I loved as a an actual fan of metal music is that it it was literally about metal music, <laughs> like. That was what the whole comic book was about. So, like, death metal, do you know, if it's another music thing, it's, like, it's insane to me. So, um, I'm excited. It's, like, listening to lyrics of, like, friggin' Iron Maiden and stuff like that, like, told out into a DC story. So, bring it on. Bring Absolutely. It on. Absolutely. Um, so, next up, we have, uh, so, right now, Sean Murphy... His uh, Curse of the White Knight is going on, uh, which is the second part of the whole uh, White Knight story that he's doing for the Black Label. A uh, nice little Elseworlds tale. And so he is apparently teaming up with Blake Northcott uh, for a new Catwoman title. And it's not really sure, you know, nobody's really sure if this is going to be a um, an ongoing in the normal DC proper, or it's going to be part of that um, white knight universe because they did do that. Mr. Freeze one shot, uh, which kind of opened up the world even more. And so it'll be interesting to see where this takes place. Uh, so Blake Northcott is actually um, writing uh, with Sean, Sean Murphy kind of co-writing it with him doing some covers. Um, I'm not sure who's doing the art as of yet. Blake Northcott's a chick. Oh, it is okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I follow I her know. on Twitter. It's the first uh, first time that she's working for DC. So yeah, she um, she usually does uh, dynamite like Va- Vampirella and uh, Fathom and stuff like that. So nice. um, yeah, she's not. I don't know. I've been following her on Twitter for a long time. She, she's not like a known person. It's very it's very curious. but hey i'm all you know i'm all about it and um pick up that talent huh said pick up that talent yeah pick up that talent dc um they're really good at that you know it's like they got a a lot of heavy hitters working for them and then bringing in these young guns and it's you know it's it's pretty good yep okay what's next uh next in the event leviathan chapter uh after the decimation of all the all the powerful uh, entities in the dc universe they'll be rebuilding and so checkmate is going to be um it's going to be a mini series coming in april and what that's going to involve um is rebuilding checkmate from the the bottom up and it's going to be with um so bendis and malieve will be on that and so it's going to feature green arrow the question lois lane and talia 
Uh, who will be the new checkmate. Uh, so we'll get all of our pawn pieces, our chess pieces there, which is, I've always liked checkmate. It's a really neat organization. And um, this lineup sounds really cool for the team. So uh, yeah, spinning right out of the Leviathan uh, event that happened earlier, you know, ended earlier this year, I think, or last, or last year, la- late last year. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so yeah, it's. Um, I'm really excited about this. I, I just like that this is continuing the narration um, and that it's, it's, giving these new building blocks for the DC universe. Yeah, I like that. Because sometimes you get an event and then it's almost like it doesn't have that many repercussions afterwards. Yep. And um, which is, again, why I really did not give a shit about Secret Wars in Marvel. I just... So anyway, I'm glad, like you said, that they're continuing this story. Yeah. Next up in the Dark Horse realm of things... um, Stranger Things Zombie Boys, a young young adult graphic novel, is out now. It just released this week. Um, I, I I thought this was kind of neat. Um, I like that they're kind of throwing stories out there for all ages. Um, and this is a, this is the first one that's going to be based on the Netflix series. And it's going to be 72 pages. Will, let's see. It introduces a new character to complicate the lives of Mike, Will, Lucas, and Dustin a new nerd in their high school who has a camcorder and some big dreams. Sounds like our childhood. Um, So let's see. And that's, I don't see a creative team on here for some reason. I don't know why I'm missing it completely, but I like that. Like I said, um, these companies are doing a great job spanning the different uh, age ranges to, you know, get kids in the comics. Um, And I think that's cool. Yeah, I'm all about it. More Stranger Things. It's funny. I was actually thinking about it today. I was like, I I feel like they just need to keep pumping out Stranger Things things. Like why? Like someone wrote or uh, drew a picture of like a Stranger Things anime. I saw on Instagram, uh, and I was like, yes. why isn't there one? You know, like j- do a cartoon set in that world. So, set a show inside the Upside Down. I don't care. Like just keep it going. Well, that's the funny thing. Like Netflix is like, oh hey. We're gonna put out a Witcher, you know. We'll talk about it yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like we're doing this animated, se- like this animated movie. Like there's no reason why they can't do that with Stranger Things. It's like Dark Horse has been doing a good job with putting out comics, like building that world. Um, so, yeah, you're right. It's just like it's kind of a, it's 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 such a, it's a marketing monster, and it's like people are gonna buy this stuff up. And Netflix needs, like we've discussed before, they need this stuff. They need this 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 these merchandising and. Yep. And all that kind of stuff to make money, uh, especially to compete now with uh, the streaming war. So it's a it's a no brainer, you know. I, I don't get it. Exactly. Uh, next up, um, so you know it's cool. We got William Gibson Gibson's original Alien Three um, screenplay as a comic, and actually it was an audiobook as well um, last year. And now Dark Horse will be publishing another adaptation, but this time Dan O'Bannon's uh, original screenplay for Alien will be uh, adapted. So um, I think that's cool. I like it when they do that. There are always these little things that get left out or aren't appropriate for the big screen, and um, I always do love more stories from my Alien world. So Yeah, this is great. Um, seemingly endless resources of Alien material. It makes you think, like, where's all the Star Wars stuff? <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, 
There's got to be mountains of things that can be adapted that never hit the screen. So oh. anyway, this is awesome. I'm excited about it. It's cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next up, one of my personal faves, uh, Matt Kent, will be putting out a book called Bang, uh, which is being hailed as a mind-bending spy tale, which flips the 007 trope on its head. Uh, so, you know what, man? This sounds pretty awesome. Uh, it's going to be, he's teaming up with Wilfredo Torres, and I look forward to reading this. Yeah, I think this is already getting optioned as well. Um, yep. Like, I guess the guy looks like, the, the main character looks like Idris Elba. Yep. <laughs> like, who knows? Maybe this is, you know, this is our, our hope that Idris Elba becomes the next Bond. We're going to see it in this uh, TV show if they decide to adapt this comic. So that's pretty cool. I uh, and I like Wilfredo Torres as, as an artist, so it's it's a good teaming for this one. I'm excited. Yeah, I um, you know what about this is just like I would rather see this kind of stuff happen than you know I, we love Bond, but the stuff just it's 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 more creative in my mind. So I would rather see this stuff um, get a little more attention, get some Elba on there. You know, if if they're not willing to option him for those movies, you know, it's because it's not working or scheduling or whatever. Hey. I also think that's our dream. You know, he's never come out and said, like, no, I, I want to do James Bond. I think it's all of us going, you should totally do James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, anyway. Um, okay, what's next? Uh, next up, the World of Black Hammer will be getting an epic library edition, um, which will collect a bunch of the stories that have been told already. Uh, this is the Jeff Lemire world that he's built um, that I need to really read. I, um, I've read a couple of the first issues, and then I kind of fell off it. Uh, but this this universe just keeps getting new books, uh, new spinoffs, and I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes um, a TV series at some point soon. I think this is up for it, right? Because it, it's like um, intersected with the DCU as well. Isn't it? They did a little Justice League crossover. Yeah. It's world tale, but um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 hitting the mainstream, you know. Yeah, and you know, okay, I need to um, it's coming out. It says in September, twenty twenty on Amazon. But you're right, this says June in this article. Anyways, I'm adding it to my list of things to, for people to buy me because <laughs> I want this real bad. That's cool. All right, awesome. All right, you take over Dynamite. Yeah, I will. So uh, first things first is that um, Garth Enos uh, and Derek Robertson are going to reunite and do a prequel for the boys uh, called Dear Becky this April. And that's going to be um, about, oh gosh, what's his name in the, in the, the comic? Butcher. Butcher, yeah. Butcher's wife. So this is before um, she dies, because we know at the beginning of the series she's dead. Uh, the other thing that's funny about this is Garth Enos did an interview, and he was just like, I never expected to go back to the world of the boys, but for obvious reasons, here I am writing this comic. <laughs> Which is just hilarious. Like, the show's blown up. Um, again, merchandising. 
you know, Dynamite's been pushing hardcovers of The Boys ever since it got optioned to Amazon. And if they're smart, where are the boys' toys? You know, like, where are the, the boys' animated series? Like, th- th- this is another world that could, could blow up and, and potentially spawn a lot more things off of it. Definitely sequels, prequels, all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure this isn't the last boys-related thing that we hear about, uh, especially if season two stays as consistent as the first season, which is amazing. Yeah, I, um, I've almost watched the entire show in couple nights so yeah it's fucking awesome that show is like i'm gonna go read those books um yeah it's just it's faithful actually it's, yeah i mean the, the comics are or the show is faithful to the books yeah. for the most part it's easy to do that on streaming service when they give you the, the key you know it's like i love that it's just it's 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 uncensored it's brutal um <laughs> it's funny as shit um and I love Carl Urban. I've always have. And the Butcher is just such a fucking awesome character. <laughs> so. Yeah. Wait till you get to that that last episode. Yeah, I'm pumped, man. This that, <laughs> that the seven is funny. Yeah, it's seven Homelander is, such a really is great rendition of like. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that it is fake Aquaman. The deep. that guy is such a douche, but he's funny. Fake, they're fake Batman, which is like. <laughs> Can't remember what his name is. Like uh, black, black Noir. Yeah, Black Noir. Black Black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At Garth Ennis. He'll always be forever one of my it's favorites. So good. Um so good. and finally in comic book news, um is this is actually digging up some heavy controversy right now. Uh Dynamite announced uh for the ninetieth anniversary of Nancy Drew. Um, that she'll be dying and her uh, death is going to be solved by the Hardy Boys. So the big issue with this is that, you know, whatever, anytime you say a character is going to die, it's not going to happen, whatever. But the bigger thing is, like, this comic book is not drawn or written by women, and you got these two boys investigating the death of, like, the most popular female detective ever. So, like... People are like, why couldn't it have been her investigating their deaths and like blah blah blah, like numerous things online. I I don't know how the sales are gonna go for this book. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I th- I think these people need to read it first before they um I, they make any judgments like that because it seems like yeah that's that's the overarching thing that's gonna happen. But I'm sure there's some neat things that happen within it that kind of justify the whole thing. So and people are like, you know, it could be her in a flashback and it, you see all these reasons leading up to it. And she is the star of the book and those things could all happen. I agree. We haven't read it. I can't say anything to the greater point. Why isn't a female writing this female driven detective book? <laughs> That's it's, it's two males running the book. I, you know. So um, that's where we're going to leave off uh, before we go into commercials, and we'll see you guys in just a minute. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. 
From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. And we're back after that commercial break, and let's get into some TV news. Um, Watchmen, your favorite show of 2019. That's right. Is done. Possibly. Maybe. Probably. Um, What do you think? What do you think? Listen, so many people give Lindelof, like, crap for how he can't tell a story, he can't finish things. Whatever, all those things that the fan base wants to just shit on him for. Do I agree with some of it? Yeah, but um, in this case, I I totally agree with bow out. You did something crazy. Um, it's a lot on your shoulders to do a second season like this and to have it be as dynamic or or um, you know influential. So yeah, I I, I absolutely agree with um, one and done. I'm just I'm sad I will never see Lube Man again. So. <laughs> As Seinfeld says, go out on high note. That's right. Um, all right. Willow has started filming for Disney+. Plus. Um, is Ron Howard back for that? Yeah. Yeah. Is, right? he, was it something with his son? Or am I just getting too crazy with like... No. Cat's... Uh, uh, what's his name? Son. From Solo and... Uh, Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. That right. guy's son. As we can't bring his name up, but yeah. yeah. He's all. I was like, that's what I was like, alluding it, like comparing it to when they did, um, when they worked together. But um, I heard Ryan Howard is producing it. Um, he is involved. Um. So Lawrence yeah. Kasdan. Yeah. Yeah. Lawrence Kasdan and Jonathan Kasdan did. Did they? They did solo together. Correct. But yeah, he said that. So. Yeah, I guess that, so, that's what the confusion was. That's cool. I'm ready for more Willow. I, they can bring it back in light of like Dark Crystal and all these other good reboot or not reboots, you know, sequel series or whatever, you know, prequel series and all this stuff. So these days we're getting great sequels, we're getting other things. So it's just the good creativity is going to these projects. So that's what I'm saying, man. I can't um, wait. Pumped. Cannot wait. Um, so yeah, more Willow, obviously, we've got, is Val Kilmer? He's probably, he's got to come back. Uh, Matt, no... Matt Mardigan? If Matt Mardigan doesn't come back, I'd be surprised. He can't, he's come into, I know he's got a cameo in that Maverick movie, so there's no way he won't come back to Willow. What the hell's Val Kilmer doing? So, it's got to Yeah, just in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I mean, he's there got nothing go. better to do. Um... And then American Horror Story, I don't even know what season it's on now. Nine? It's going to, it's like nine, 10, and 11, I think were. Yeah. Yeah, so they just, three seasons, which is always awesome to hear. So, uh, last season was great, man. Last season was great. It got away from the core cast that had been on there for so long. Um, it really started to, like, take some people like, you know, Billy Lord and, um, and, and some others who had just kind of appeared in the last seasons. And just you know, they're just embracing new blood, and and last season had a lot of life. It was fun and and horrifying. So yeah, I'm I'm ready for more American Horror Story. There's no reason it it can go on forever. Yeah, 
I mean, it can, right? Yeah. It's, it's a new idea every time. Like, yeah. Yeah. As long as you keep anthology series are great like that. It's I love them. Yeah. It's clever. It's very clever. Um, and then Sci-Fi has picked up the Child's Play series. This is just kind of more of a confirmation because we already really knew that that was going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is. It's sci-fi sucks, but sci-fi also gets away with with cable stuff. So it's 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 decent what they can put on TV through that. Um, it'll last a season and get canceled, of course. You know how sci-fi works. So, but it's it's Mancini, so it's it's continuation of that world. Um, and then finally, in TV news, uh, we're getting a spinoff um, coming to CBS called Clarice, uh, which is about Jodie Foster's character from. Um, Sands of the Lambs and the sequel. So I don't, if this was on Netflix, I might be okay with it, but I think that's what Mindhunter is. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I get it. I get why it's going to CBS. It's like murder cable, you know, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, if it goes all access, that's different. You know, it's like, well, like Hannibal was on NBC and that shit got away with everything. Yeah. But we're talking about it totally, totally different scape, like landscape now of, of TV. So it's like, they would put something like this in all access. I'm going to, I'm about 80% sure that'll go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But they want to build that streaming service, man. And they're doing a good job with it. So we'll see. Um, but I do like, in general, people hunting down serial killers, so <laughs> I'll probably watch it. I like the opposite. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go over to some movie news. Um, Disney dropped the Fox name. It's now rebranded to 20th Century Studios, and instead of Fox Searchlight, it's just Searchlight Pictures. Um, whatever. Don't, don't matter to me. Nobody wants that rubbish name attached to anything anymore. It's like the Fox News, like Fox Fox News has destroyed that entire company's like reputation. It's just garbage. So I'm glad that they did this. I'm glad they're keeping 20th Century Studios and Search Like Pictures. I think that sounds a lot better. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess for me, I just don't care about the name personally. So whatever, you, whatever Honestly, it is, you they know. do because it's definitely not in their. Uh, <laughs> in their like the appropriateness of like Disney and, and family and all that stuff. So they don't want that garbage. Yeah. I guess I just like Fox created things like die hard, you know what I oh. mean? And now it's 20th century studios. I really don't care what you want to call it. I just want quality rated R stuff to still come out. Right. That's not the point. The point is you're not going to brand yourself with, with what's the past and also what's shitty in current culture. So I, it makes a lot of sense to me. I'm glad that they kept those two names instead of like renamed them completely, because I always liked like the def- the, the differentiation between Searchlight and, and 20th Century. So I think keeping those two will keep along with the branding of it, but it's also saying we don't need that name on there. So I I'm very happy about that. Let the past die, kill it if you have to. Yeah, poop on it if you have to. That's it. Mm, speaking of the past not dying, National yeah, right. Treasure Three is in the works. Um. I actually really like these movies. Uh, mm-hmm. They're Indiana Jones Light uh, with Nick Cage starring in them. Um, I don't know. They're both fun. I was actually surprised 3 never came out sooner. So 
Whatever, man. Bring. I don't know why there's not a Sorcerer's Apprentice too. That's an awesome movie. You're, you remember that movie? Yeah, I can see why there's a, not a second one. Dude, that but. movie made money. It was fun. Anyway, so we're getting National Treasure too. That's all that matters. Three. <laughs> three. three. Part three. The Reckoning. Um, this yeah. is a no-brainer. Uh, it just officially was announced. Bill Murray is confirmed for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. If it didn't happen, that'd be kind of stupid. So. Well, it, it was already. It's Ernie Hudson confirmed it to me when I saw him last year. Like, yeah, Ernie Hudson was, can do that all he wants until it's official in the news. You know. So yeah, but mean? if he says everybody's signed on, with the exception of Rick Moranis, then everyone signed up. Yeah, but then and then people get redacted, and then they get oh, you got to shut your mouth until we make an official announcement. That all that's you know how that works. I'm glad that you have such an inside track with your buddy Ernie Hudson, but let me know what's happening with John Diggle if you if he has that insight, you know. I probably could ask him. The thing is, is like this kind of information to me is stupid when the movie's been shot a year ago. Like it's not it's not new information. That's all. But cool that it's enough. You're here to read the news. I'm here to yell about it. So. See that. Um, Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac is joining another Ex Machina property. Um, this time a comic book adaptation called The Great Machine. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I didn't read the comic, so. Brian K. Vaughn, no? <clears throat> uh, yeah, it is. Um, never heard of it. Never even heard of it. It's very curious. Um, but hey, that's, that's a thing that's happening. <laughs> I'll I'll be more excited about it when it's actually uh, a thing. That's all. <laughs> um, and then we're getting animated Mortal Kombat. Uh, apparently, I don't remember hearing about this at all. Like this sounds like the beginning of a bunch of them, right? So it's called Mortal Kombat Legends, and then Scorpion's Revenge. Uh, it's coming out in June. Jennifer Carpenter and Joel McHale are in the cast as, as voices. Um, and then a bunch of the different, like Patrick Seitz, who's actually Scorpion in the games, will be there as well. Um, I don't know. It's weird to me, right? Yeah, movie's coming out soon. They're just going to go full campaign on this one. Yeah. So um, I'll watch it. I mean. Damn right. That's it. Uh, two DC animated people are coming over to help with it. And uh, that's, I guess, that's all that matters. <laughs> it is all that matters. Um, Monster House. Did you ever see that movie? Mm-mm. So it's an animated movie. It's actually pretty creepy, though. But it's a PG movie. It's a lot of fun. I used to watch it at Family Video all the time. But it's getting the live action treatment. Mm-hmm. Um People would rather see a Monster House sequel in animated form with updated graphics, but live action, I think like Millie Bobby Brown is in it and uh, one of the kids from it, you know, of course is in it. So anyway, it's worth at least watching the trailer for so you know what Monster House is all about. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what a live action version looks like, how spooky they're going to get. There's not a lot of kids' spooky properties. 
with the exception of it in Stranger Things lately. And then finally in movie news, Mean Girls the movie musical. Or Mean Girls the musical the movie. The only time I've ever seen this happen before was in um, Hairspray. So Hairspray was a movie, then it was a musical, then they turned the musical into a movie. And I love all three of those things. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I like Mean Girls. I'm excited. That's good stuff. Um, Let's go into gaming news. All right. So uh, gaming news. Uh, We have a bunch of delays. Not much news, but uh, delays. Uh, Square Enix has delayed both Avengers and the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, We won't get Avengers until September. And Final Fantasy VII is getting pushed to April, which is only really a month. Um, They sent out a nice little letter saying it's for polishing reasons to make the best game possible experience. Fine. I don't care. Don't release garbage. You know, if it's not perfect, if you don't think it's perfect, do it. That's that's all we can ask these days. Until until those games come out. I do, too. Like, why release it so close to the new consoles? Do you think there's any chance that these games, not Final Fantasy VII, because uh, it's coming out in a month or two months, um, but I guess I'll just say it. Cyberpunk 2077 is also delayed until September. Any one of those chance to go onto the PlayStation 5 or Xbox, whatever oh, yeah. the heck it is? Both of them are going to get that version. It's you think so? That. Yeah, I think so. Maybe that's why, but so here's my other question. So say that happens, like what happens to your pre-order? It gets my, it just gets bumped up. That's it. I'm not buying PS. I'm not buying a PS5 for a year. I know you're not, but you know, know? would they give you the option to say, hey, you're spending? Because who knows? Games might be eighty dollars. You know, like they try to pull that shit too. I buy it for my PS4. I play it for until I buy a PS5, and then I'll decide where I'm at at that point. But I mean. For those hardcore people out there, I mean, it's not that hard to switch over a switch over a pre-order, and if it's worth it that like a little bit more to you to pay for a game at that price for that system, then it's kind of a no-brainer. So maybe at E3 they'll be like, "Oh, hey, by the way, these games you can get them for PS5." Yep. I wonder if they're going to do that. Probably just trying to get some kind of library for the for the launch. That's what I mean. Yeah, like I'm saying, like, oh, we pushed them like. They say it's because of this and this, but maybe they just push them back to, to coincide with that release. It's the same thing with the the newest Batman game. They it could have well, came out definitely. sure, you know, they could have they could have developed it for a PS4 and current gen, but you know they're pushing that to be like next gen because why? Why not? Make it the best game you can, make it as big as you can. Kick ass, you know. That's it. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. Well, I know we're excited about that. I bet you that's an E three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This year, for sure. Uh, Speaking of E3, (laughs) Sony will be skipping E3, just like they did last year. Um, I don't know. It's going to be just setting a new precedent for them. Um, They they do so much stuff on their own, uh, their monthly things, that I just, I don't don't know what the deal is. Maybe they just don't want to get involved in something like as ludicrous as E3, you know? It's just, I don't know. They're such a heavy hitter that I, like I said, they, they can kind of just do their own thing. This is like Marvel not going to um, Comic-Con. This is like, at this point, like Nintendo, with their Nintendo Direct coming out every month, 
They don't need to go. You know what? These big these big shows at this point are dumb. You know, I'm kind of getting sick of them. Um, I do like the video game awards because I feel like they actually give a shit about like the designers and all that stuff. But like the Grammys, the Oscars, oh, we got way too much shit going on. Sony, you own a studio, a video game company, TVs, cameras, everything else. Do whatever the hell you want. Have your own CES if you want to. You don't need these shows anymore. <laughs> You're above it. Even Microsoft. You own computers. You own the Xbox. You own, like, I don't know what the fuck else they own. Like, Oculus or whatever. Like, they're done. They don't have to do this stuff anymore. These things, I bet you in five years, all this kind of stuff starts disintegrating, like, real fast. Absolutely. I just... It's the same thing. Like I, I'm not, I don't even feel feel compelled to go like San Diego Comic Con. I, I used to love New York Comic Con, and then it was like, eh, you know, it's it's just, it's a lot of work and a lot of sweaty people. And after a while, once these people stop going to it, and it's just like, what is it after that? I'd rather go to local Comic Cons and just really enjoy that and get you know see the real creators and, and artists and stuff. So these pop culture events are just a headache to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so let's go over to Star Wars news. All right, let's talk a little bit about Star Wars. A um, couple, couple of big things. Uh, some Episode Nine stuff from Colin Trevorrow uh, leaked. My favorite guy in the whole universe, as you know, Casey. Um, yeah. Concept art, plots, you know, all this stuff that he, you know, of course would bring to light after the movie came out, you know, to kind of you know divide the fan base a little bit more and be a dick so um what do you think about this i think legally he probably wasn't able to release any of this stuff until the movie came out with a non-compete um this stuff so here's the thing the thing about the script whatever it's fine it's never gonna happen i didn't really care i i looked at these pictures for the concept art it looks fucking cool. There was like this weird like laser guillotine thing with like a X-Wing fighter, like the fight in Coruscant. Like there's JJ did go and play to nostalgia for sure. He did, but there's still like stupid little things. Like I think we even talked about it. Like you see the Ewoks pop up for like 0.2 seconds for the sake of showing an Ewok. But, like, you don't show Coruscant? Like, what is happening there? It makes sense to me that they would have gone there. But that was that was Warwick Davis's on-screen thing right there, just to get him in the movie. You know that. Yeah, I'm sure they could not have put a small character as a pilot, as a fucking Sith trooper, as anything. I don't <laughs> care, because it follows everything that Star Wars has done before. Is These movies, <laughs> they're... They're stupid movies, man. <laughs> like Return of the Jedi is like it's the same thing. We could be all like these fucking teddy bears took on legions of the fucking empire. You know, it's like the point is, <clears throat> I can't take this seriously. Like it looks cool. It, so so did Last Jedi. So did like the Executioner Stormtroopers. But all that turned out to be a bunch of shit. Phasma looked cool. No, it turned out to be shit because whatever happens on the cunning floor or when they decided not to do something, like all this art is great and they're in the books, but it comes out as like dookie half the time. So I have no faith that he could have made a good movie in the first place because a, I hate him. And the second thing is that um, it, we had a problem with it going from JJ to Ryan to this. And 
it went back to JJ, which made it more, make more sense with the force awakens still with the last Jedi in there. It's like, come on, just give the guy a whole trilogy. Let Trevor do his own movie. Let Ryan do his own movie. Like Disney fucked up. And that's, that's the bottom line. And we can talk about how cool it looks, but then you can be like, Oh look, here's Palpatine's teacher. He's a big frog fuck. It's like, where did that even come from? Like, stop making shit up. Like, use what came before. Use what Star Wars fans want, and stop, stop making up stuff in your head. That's it, it's stupid. Yeah, it is. I it's mean, it's pathetic. Hey, it's it's like to me, I don't understand when you have all this source material when you go and add in things that like don't make any sense. But anyway, um, I liked some of the art. That's all. The art is always great. Yeah. You know, like a lot of that stuff is cool, yeah. but I'm yeah, not going to put that like, hey, thanks, Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> well, I'll never say that. Yeah. Fuck. <sighs> Going on to some more great Star Wars news. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know what it's about this, though, is if it is like the Obi-Wan. All right. Obi-Wan has been delayed. We don't know how long. People out there saying indefinitely, blah, 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 and, and, and shitting themselves over. But you know what? it does make sense if the truth is that it was too similar to how they treated the Mandalorian. Um, and I can see that in a way like this show, it will be interesting to see the scope of it and to see like, what was my thing the other day where, where who, oh, we were talking about it. And like, say like Ahsoka shows up in the show and like, Oh, here's somebody's got to watch the kid, right? Like he can't just leave planet. He's there to protect that kid. So it's either he's stuck on Tatooine all the time or like other people come and babysit for him and he goes on like these adventures. I don't know. It just it's it's very much out there um, to what this show is actually going to be about. And if it's like a four and if it goes from six to four episodes and it's more like a big movie, that might even be better for it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, um, Ewan McGregor came out today and, and said, like, we're blowing it up. You know, it's not a big deal. They're they're going through and they're looking at the scripts and they're trying to make them better. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one's been behind the camera yet. So quit losing your goddamn minds, basically. And I agree with that. Do I think it has the, the potential to be a little bit more like The Mandalorian? Um, yeah. I mean, almost in a way, like, I know Luke isn't with him, but he's the lone wolf. Luke's the cub. <laughs> like... And, and that is the story of the Mandalorian um, at this point. So, yeah, I can understand where they might want to go and change it up a little bit and not make it such a space western. Well, you know what I mean, <laughs> Star Wars. <Probably>. But <laughs> it doesn't. Well, depending on what Star Wars you're into, because a lot of them are not space westerns. A lot of them are political thrillers or whatever. But we'll see what happens. All right, all right, guys. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the toys out there right now. Um, Super Seven put out their next wave of Thundercats Ultimate figures. Uh, this is the the carry on from what Mattel was doing. Uh, thank God that they actually were able to go back and get the license for this and finish it out because I had a very incomplete set, um, and I like that. I got to pay a little bit more, but um, I can just buy the figures I want. And this is kind of the best strategy that they've come up with instead of making people buy the whole wave. So 
Um, this pre-order is open through January 31st, so you got about yeah, about a week now. So, uh, yeah, from today, because we're recording this on Friday, so Friday 31st is the last day for that pre-order. Um, we also um, are, like, sites like our affiliate site, Entertainment Earth, is also doing Super 7 stuff, too. So if you're not into the whole thing where you got to want to pay ahead, um, you can go to, you know, Entertainment Earth or any other hobby site and, and get those, um, you know, just as a pre-order and that's you know with our affiliate discount that made it even better for me because that mummer is 60 bucks it's Dang. awesome it's awesome but it's 60 bucks and so it was kind of hard for me to say yes but i have one figure after oh two figures after this that i need so i'm gonna <laughs> tigra and mumra and then all i need left are snarf and um chitara and that's it unless they do some like that weird robot chicken guy or whatever he is that guy was always awesome <laughs> the bounty hunter <laughs> you're like star wars influence that i forgot what his name is but yeah i love thundercats um so i'm happy that i can finish out my collection as a complete completionist uh this is important to me so there you go sweet absolutely um neca had the, their longest running uh action figure line is their predator series and so uh this june will be the hundredth figure in that and they're doing this epic looking what's called the predator alpha and the apparently the the face mask design is an homage to the jean-claude van damme costume that um was originally going to be worn by him um and i thought that was kind of a cool thing to do so uh look for that in june uh an ultimate figure yeah, that was one of those things like, you know, I mentioned earlier where there's almost like this wealth of information for aliens that's just like hidden in archives, you know, and they're just like, oh, okay, here, we're just going to throw out this design. It looks badass. I like that it's kind of gray, um, di- different color scheme than some of the other Predators too. So, yeah, I, I, I like this figure quite a bit. It's, it's pretty sweet looking. Absolutely. Uh, next up, Mezco News. MDX, which is an exclusive only to the site, unless you are a, another website that goes out and buys a bunch of them and resells them, for, <laughs> or I should say scalps them for an extra amount. Um, so I know where I'm not shopping anymore, but I won't say any names. Um, but the Batman 89 Mesco is going to be interesting. I, I'm getting really kind of irritated that there's not more picks up before these pre-orders because those goofy-ass heads... They need to fix those. Um, I don't know if they can get a Michael Keaton head where this mask is down and they have like that blonde, like you know that you know that picture. I do. That, that famous one. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully they fix it because I'm hoping they're not going to give us a head like that goofy, that goofy one that they do with the big lips and everything because that's what one of them looks like to me. Yeah, the two head sculpt. There's three head sculpts. Two of them are bad, um, but in the pictures they're not. So. Yeah. I don't know why they released it like that in that press release. It looked kind of like shit, but um, obviously we both pre-ordered this toy because we're huge Batman 89 fans and Michael Keaton will be our Batman um, other than Kevin Conroy. So yeah, uh, you know, gotta, gotta, gotta get it. Uh, Hopefully, like you said, by the time it actually comes out, which is November, right? I think. Yeah, Yeah, it actually is fixed. So yeah, had to get it. And and you know what that it'll be interesting to see how they do that rubber suit and with our articulation and all that stuff it'll be it'll be a different compared to the NECA correct 
Yeah, I like that NECA figure, but at the same time, it's still just it's just segmented plastic, you know. So yeah, this is one piece, and we'll see how they do it. Um, um, and then the opposite spectrum of that, um, they they did put up the Conan figure, which is based on the Frank Frazetta um, Conan look, I believe, right from the uh, the classic Conan. So I. <sighs> This is what I'm kind of saying about like Mezco. Mezco does great figures, and I, you know, their thing is is clothing and 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 stuff like that, and soft goods. And when I looked at this, this does have some really awesome accessories. It does. Um, so different loincloths and the cape and stuff like that. And it definitely has a different buck, where it's definitely a little bit more like artistic, uh, with like his skin coloring and the muscles and stuff like that. So it looks cool. Me, I'm not really the biggest Conan fan, so it's not it's not a purchase for me, but. Um, it does. It does look a lot cooler than I than I thought it was going to, and that's why that's why I wish they would just give us the pictures before the pre order. Like, just let us see it, you know. Yeah, um, it's a dick move. That's it. <laughs> if I was more attached to Conan as a character, I never really read his comics or anything. I like the movies. Um, then yes, I I would be into it because it is that original Robert. E. Howard, but also the Franzetta, you know, interpretation of the character. It looks badass. Like, that's just straight up what it is. It's just that I just don't care, I guess. Like, if I found it out in the wild and it happened to be, like, 75 bucks, I, I might roll the dice because out, you know, doing toy photography of it, it would be a pretty sweet figure. It would, especially with, like, beast figures and stuff like that. Yeah, Bro. yeah. You like, can make that- it your primal you know, like from uh, Jendi. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, my my newest Mythic Legions are on the way right now, and they they're sending me like this giant troll, like this Cyclops guy, and so I'm going to be doing like pictures with that with my Wonder Woman. And there I thought, you go. like those things, like crossing that shit over is like or that oh. Cryptozoic line. You that would be a lot of fun if I could afford yeah. an expensive dinosaur figure. Correct. Um. So yeah. So yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna say though. Is that now, you know, with him being a Marvel, you can just put him with your Marvel figures, too. So True. I know. It still doesn't feel right. But, yes, it does. And then, uh, finally, last piece of Pursuit of Plastic news is actually, um, this is something that we shot in the November, December. Um, Chris and I and this toy photographer, uh, Jesse Meli, Meli? And then Zach Alavares, um, uh, behind the camera, we shot this segment about Batman. Um, and basically, our pitch was doing Pursuit of Plastic, but as a live-action series where we talk to people about their collectibles and um, kind of what they do with their fandom. So Jesse is a toy photographer. We got a lot of Batman uh, sweet pictures and talked about Batman, its 80th anniversary, as well as its history of toys. And um, that is up on our YouTube page, as well as Instagram TV. Um, if you're following us at don'tforgettotowel.com or dfattowel on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, you can take a look at that video. It's about 10 minutes long, but it's amazing. <laughs> we had yeah. a good time doing it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't like to really pat myself on the back or ourselves on the back very often, but it's like... It was a lot, you know. It was it was a lot of work to do that and a lot of pressure, but at the end, I think we came up with a really good product. Um, it looks good, and I, you know, I 
I'm looking forward to doing more. So and not having to be DC centric. That's the other thing. And if you're interested in writing uh, articles for the website or contributing um, in some way to the website, please reach out to us at don't forget to tell one at gmail.com as well for that. Um, I think I stole up your lines. So that's fine. That's fine. I don't need my normal spiel. Yeah, so they, can, they can find us on the internets and all those social medias out there. So. That's it. That's it. So this is Casey saying, uh, "Go read some comics." And this is Chris. We'll see you next time. <laughs>